to show. What's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah, because I was out in that open area. Yeah, it does sound kind of weird. What's up, everybody? It's Dante with another episode of the Off Mass Podcast. This theme that I've been kind of going with this month of sorts is pro wrestling. Since WrestleMania is going to be coming up real soon, I figured I have some of my friends come on and talk about pro wrestling because... I think pro wrestling is fun, and I know that y'all do. Even though y'all say y'all don't watch it, I know you do. So, because anytime I post anything about pro wrestling, it gets lots of likes and follows. So, you like pro wrestling. Anyhow, my guest today is going to be um, another real-life friend. So, I know y'all think I only have Instagram friends. I do have friends in real life. Um, my friend today is going to be JR, uh, and I, I go and watch a lot of wrestling with him. And we actually went to see Ring of Honor a couple years back um, on Baltimore. So that, that was always, you know, a good time. What's going on? How you been? Good, man. And, like, I realized I didn't really, I think the last time I saw you was uh, the last a- AEW pay-per-view. Well, not the last one, but that was the last time I saw you. We watched a... Uh, uh, Full Gear? I honestly don't. It was uh, the Mimosa match. Oh, yeah. But, um... Jericho and uh, the one guy who was Orange Cassidy. That's his name. I wanted yeah. to call him something else. I, I wanted to call him like Orange <laughs> Crush or some shit. Orange Cassidy. I, I like Orange Crush better. Like that's 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 what I'm just gonna always call him now. I'll see him one day in real life and call him Orange Crush, and he'll probably fucking stomp me. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> an asshole. But um, how things been? Good man. Good, good, good. Um, guess I should probably stay up on the microphone. But I want to take a sip of my Gatorade. That's what I love about editing. I could take all that shit out. Right. Do all the um, sips. Uh, well, I, I always go through and delete all my ums. Because um. I say um <laughs> a lot. I think there's one episode I, I deleted a full, like, eight minutes of ums. So. You should, it, like, save them all and do, like, a super cut. <laughs> Well, and the fucked up thing is, I took out about eight minutes of ums, and there was still a lot of ums in there. So, but I've gotten a lot better about it, but I still say it. I'm like, um, um. So, you know. I, I, I recently started listening to uh, the uh, Childish Gambino because the internet again, mm. right? Which is like one of my favorite albums of all the time. But uh, <laughs> Apple just did this really cool dissect podcast where you get every single like every single song like track by track. Mm. So I, I've been listening to it again. Like I like to listen to the song a couple times and then go listen to the episode. And uh, it's crazy how like all these years later, I'm still catching shit from Donald Glover that I didn't catch the first time around. Yeah. He said, uh, <clears throat> he said uh, more likes than a white girl. And like it took me a minute to like put together like what they were saying. I don't know. Sorry, got off track. I go back and listen to uh, Childish Gambino every so often. Like, I'll get just in that mood. I'm like, oh, you know what I want to do? Let me go ahead and listen listen to uh, Childish Gambino. And, yeah, then I start catching. So I was like, oh, shit, I never, I never even got the, this, uh, you know, the whole meaning of that point. All out. What's the pay-per-view? All out. <laughs> so, last time I saw JR was for the AEW 
pay-per-view all out um which uh part of the reason why you know i want to have you on is because i know you're a wrestling fan um when you probably are well well more into you know what's going on currently in any of the promotions than i am like i said i kind of you know dip in on a tuesday night and watch hulu and just catch the abbreviated version of raw i don't even really i watched smackdown kind of accidentally you know it's yeah. like oh shit this is on and nxt i catch it through commercials i watched i watched smackdown so. today only because i was coming here so i was going <laughs> so to I was watch like, smackdown I was like, shit, that's always what i talk about is smackdown i haven't watched it in a month <laughs> i was going to watch smackdown just have that discussion but then i was like eh, eh. I'm just gonna wing it because that's what I do with most things. I do watch. Uh, I, I watch the Roman Reigns part of SmackDown every week just because it amuses me. Well, isn't that like the the first ten minutes and then? Uh, like you got fast forward because it's normally like the beginning and the end of the show. Like yeah, it's, it's Paul Heyman writes for for SmackDown now, mm. so yeah. it's it's like true like Paul Heyman style booking. Like you open and close the show with the same thing, so people are forced to watch the whole two hours. Mm. No, I mean, until you figure out, just fast forward. Right. Like, All right, well, we know he's not going to do this in the middle. Yeah, that's so. 64X saves my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, there. well, this is going to be, I don't think this is coming out later. So any questions I have are probably going to be answered by the time this is released. I saw a post last night that was talking about Brock Lesnar's merchandise is no longer available on WWE um shop and then they're saying that's the same thing that happened with sting before he popped up in aew yeah so and then tonight they're having the big hall of fame worthy man i i i, I fucking pray it's not brock lesnar so i was thinking about that last night when i saw i was like what is that gonna mean if he shows up and then like like how does that work because brock's not really a yeah i don't think aew is the type of company that let him have a strap and show up three times a year well yeah it's like you you'd have to you know, you have to work, right? you know, and not just work, but, you know, get along with the locker room, you know, because yeah. it seems like, at least from what I understand over there, you know, everybody's pretty happy. Oh, you yeah, know? Cornette calls it best friends wrestling. <laughs> he fucking hates it. <laughs> but I mean, it, it's, it, you know, it's working. It seems like, you know, you know, you don't have the bullshit that, you know, you see over in WWE and even WWE, you know, guys are you know, handling fine, it seems. But still, like you said, with Brock, you get that guy that shows up in the locker room and that's something that's going to cause, you know, tension because it's like, well, why does this guy only get to show up only to the pay-per-views? Yeah, I think... Uh, and not it, even just the pay-per-views, like every other pay-per-view. I think Brock's going to go somewhere else and wrestle. I think it's going to be like New Japan or something like that. He's in New Japan before he's a champion there. Yeah. And, you know, it's something that he could, like, swing in and do, like, the, the tournaments and, and then dip out. Well, and, you know, uh, Japan just, you know, in general, whether it be MMA, pro wrestling, whatever it is, they like monsters. They like those freak oh, shows. They, they pay American stupid money. Yeah. I mean, like, Bob Sapp was, like, basically king of Japan at one point because, like, he was this fucking monster of a dude 300 pounds with a six pack it's like jesus christ and they're like we like it give them more so i mean you know if you're a big dude and you're athletic go over to japan you'll you'll make it well um but that's 
something that I saw last night and was just thinking like, damn, dude, what does that mean if, if he ends up at AEW? It's just because I don't think he's particularly strong on the mic. I don't know. I don't know. That's why they had Heyman with him. Well, I don't know if it's that he's not, because look at him when he's in UFC, right? Like, like he cut killer promos in UFC, but he also called people bitches and, you know, fuck you and, you know, yeah. like. It, it was awkward, though. Like, you know, he's telling Frank Mir he had a horseshoe up his ass, you know. So, and it was like, it was funny. It was like, okay, I was on the spot. But when he would do that, it didn't feel. It felt like he sat in the mirror and practiced that for a while. And then when he got, you know, the mic in front of him, he was trying to remember it. Um, I just think it's, like, his, uh, what's his, nomenclature, is that the right word? What, what, what's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, just the way he talks. Like, I mean, the, the guy's fucking, you know, he's not the brightest guy on the planet. And he's been getting punched in his head for 20 years. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't be interested. I don't, I don't really watch AW. Um, what does it come on Wednesday nights? Oh yeah. Um, I don't watch it live or anything. Again, a lot of stuff that I catch is usually through just clips on YouTube, commercial stuff like that. But I just, you know, for the little bit that I watch, I wouldn't be interested in seeing Brock over there just because it doesn't seem like it would fit. It, it doesn't work. So I don't know, but that was. A rumor that seemed to have been picking up steam at least at 3 a.m. when I saw it. It was probably already posted like days and hours before, but I saw the shit at 3 a.m. And I think the, the that's prime rumor, time for me. The big rumor is Punk. Like that's where mm-hmm. everybody wrote. Everybody just thinks it's going to be Punk, and I don't think it is. I mean, that could work, but what is like? What is he doing? I mean, I guess a lot of these guys who aren't wrestling. You know, it was, you know, especially like former WWE guys. It's like, well, you know, if you got enough money, do you need to? I mean, you just kind of hang out, you know, and then there are guys that they do it because they love it. Well, he writes for Marvel, right? CM Punk? Yeah. I don't know that. Yep, he does. Let's see here. Punk. I may have heard that, but I thought that was a long time ago. I heard that or something, but. He writes, uh, he writes the Drax and Destroyer. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Good for that guy. I mean, it, it's always weird whenever you hear someone that's writing comics. Like when I first heard Kevin Smith was writing Daredevil years ago, I was like, that doesn't make sense. Kevin Smith, he wrote Clerks. Like, yeah. when you talk about sucking dicks, <laughs> hey, and then you read it, it's like, oh, it's not, this isn't too bad at all. I mean, good for this guy. So, well, I mean, yeah, he, I mean, if he loves it, though, you know, he'd come back, but, you know, he doesn't need to. And I think that's, the, you know, that's the thing when you get guys who need to do this because this is all they know how to do versus, you know, you got someone like CM Punk, he's running for Marvel. He clearly has his wits about himself, you know, hasn't taken too many shots in the head when he was in ECW and, and earlier on in the WWE. Right. So, you know, whatever it may be with him, good for him. And I don't know, I kind of, I'd be fine. Seeing him at AEW, I mean, me a hell of a lot better than Brock. Because again, Brock going over is just the bully show. You know, he just he'll just be a bully. CM Punk, at least you know he can get along and play along with the guys and and put on some good matches. So 
I mean, there's a couple couple older guys that I'd like to see. They, I mean, they do need to bring in like they're doing the right thing by bringing in some of these legends, mm-hmm. but they you know they do need to bring like these like uh, slightly past their prime can still go like like Big Show. They brought Big Show over, right? Yeah. And it's crazy to me that that you know like Big Show <laughs> stopped wrestling when he's in the best shape you've ever seen him in. Like that dude had like the world's largest eight pack and he stopped wrestling. You know what I mean? Like. Um, but I mean, it would be cool to have somebody who's like slightly past there. Mark Henry, yeah. know, Bubba Ray Dudley, you know, these guys that you know aren't really doing anything with WWE anymore, but but still put on a match. And, and they're not done. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like so they can still put on a match. It's just you know with WWE that you get to this point where you know you have so many people around and you have your storylines, and it becomes this game of we got to keep these characters up front we got to keep them relevant and you start having your other guys just vanish and then when you do bring them back it's something silly right. just something ridiculous to a point where even they're embarrassed to do it they yeah they're getting paid but they're like this isn't this isn't fucking me this isn't what i want to do so i don't know it it's it's good that there are other promotions out there you know that's making somewhat you know waves you know television you know creating competition because once vince bought wcw and then ecw for that matter i was like all right well you know we bought all the competition then um uh what was the other fucking tna tna i was i don't know i was thinking tnt i was like what like what the fuck is tnt um but yeah then tna comes along and, you know, they weren't major competition, but, you know, you started having Kurt Angle go over, Sting show up, Hulk Hogan show up, and you would think, okay, there's a little bit of competition there. It was on Spike, you know, so it was like, okay, but it just didn't pick up the traction, I guess, that, that you know, was hoped for. I mean, right now I'm hearing, like, that... that they actually impact it's, it's called impact now it's not tna anymore um new ownership don callis owns it he, he used to be big in wwe anyway uh i'm hearing that they have like the best wrestling show on tv right now but you know good fucking luck because i you know i don't have pop tv i've never even heard of it that's what it comes on is that in canada i i, I feel like i've heard of that no yeah. i mean i've heard of it only because i watched that uh what's that show called oh shit uh shit's creek I watched Shit's Creek and Shit's Creek aired on Pop. Yeah, I think that was in. You know, at the Canada. end of every episode, it says Pop TV. But yeah, so I mean, it's an American channel. Like you can get it. I don't know what kind of broad stripe, fucking red stripe cable company you gotta have to get First it. Off, don't be rock. Yeah, don't knock broad stripe. I got, no, I'm just saying, it's the I only, got broad stripe. It's the only cable company I've never had. So maybe they got Pop TV. Yeah. Well, so when I signed up for broad stripe, because we just got the internet. You know, like if you want TV, you gotta get a AT and T TV. I don't know, something like that. I was like, well, I don't, I don't want TV. I'm fine. But, yeah, I guess that's where something like that pops up, where it's like, Comcast is like, we don't want that shit. Right, and all the other weird thing is, is fucking Pop, uh, or Impact, they stream apparently on uh, on Twitch. You can, you, can watch, you can watch Impact on Twitch. But, I mean, I can't put Jen through it, man. Like, I, you know, I watch, I watch Raw on Monday, I watch AEW. On Wednesday, I watch SmackDown some Fridays, and, you know, I watch NXT on Hulu in between, and, you know, like, what the fuck, you know, and I just can't do it. Like, eventually, if I started watching watching Impact, I'd have to quit watching WWE, I think. 
because I, I, I just don't think I could dedicate that many more hours in my life to, to watch something. Not not saying I don't watch it on my lunch break at work. And well, I feel like at that point, it's like, all right, you're watching it that much. They You may as well be on payroll. Right. It's like, Somebody got to pay me something. It's like, but, uh, yeah, they, they say it's great. And then, you know, Billy Corgan's doing uh, the NWA stuff now. Yeah. But no yeah. idea how to watch that. No clue. So, uh, my friend who was on with me before, he says that he's watched, like, not often, but he's watching, and I can't remember where, I don't think he even said where he watched it, but it's like, okay. I mean, I knew Billy Corgan, uh, you know, was the owner over there. He, he mentioned it when he was on Joe Rogan. They were talking about it. This was like, I guess, still early on for him with it, but... And, you know, that info just kind of faded away for me. Then hearing about it again recently, it's like, okay, well, that's still in existence. Um, but just with any of these, you know, these shows now, it's like trying to track down where to watch anything now. It's a task. Apparently it's been on hiatus. Uh, mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I know I see it on Fight TV, like when I go to order to TNA or to... Uh, yeah. AW stuff would be on there, but I don't see where it airs on TV. I, I mean, I, and I've watched stuff on like YouTube. Yeah, and maybe he's watched it on YouTube. I, I just can't imagine that it's on a network of any sort because, like, three AM on yeah fifty four space core. Yeah, you know, on you know, just that random you know shot that you, like Pluto TV or something like which I do see wild random shit on Pluto TV sometimes. I mean, shit on a slow Sunday. I like to go and watch American Gladiators on Pluto TV, and I watch it for at least four hours. <laughs> and Sophie's into it, I'm into it, and we're thinking about, like, oh, shit, we need to go get on American Gladiators. And I'm like, oh, shit, this took place in 1988. Never mind. They brought American Gladiators back a couple years ago. It was like a yeah. top, uh, Muhammad Ali's daughter and Hulk Hogan were the host or some shit. Yeah, it, it, well, I think Gina Carano was um, on there as one of the Gladiators. Um, maybe this was, I want to say, I don't know if she was done fighting by that point, but I remember it was on briefly. I never watched it, but... 2008? 2008. 2008. I, know, I was thinking 2010 in, in that window, so... Um, I almost said Tatiana Ali for the record. <laughs> isn't that her name? Oh, no, no, no. That's that's uh, Ashley. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's bad Ashley. And I was like, yeah, who the hell is Tatiana Ali? Oh, yeah, well, Ashley. My first crush. Yeah. They all grown up. Watched the Fresh Prince reunion and everything. I was like, good for you. Like, she's somewhere in her 40s. So, good for her. Um, but, yeah, it, you know, it's just probably on Pluto TV or what? there's Tubi TV. One, one of those bizarre. Uh, they probably, like, TV. air episodes on Fight, maybe. I don't know. And it seemed because fight is, that's what it's for, you know, like, you know, wrestling, you know, obscure combat sport, you know, you know, uh, MMA promotions. Try to catch some of that shit that they do in Africa where they tape their fists together and just bang with their left hands. The fuck is that? I've never seen that shit. It's like a legit <laughs> boxing. I, I mean, I know there's the bare knuckle uh, fighting championship. Which, you know, they're getting named, you know, they're getting like former UFC fighters who UFC doesn't want to, you know, 
pay anymore and no one else wants them so they go over there to uh, the bare knuckle fighting uh, championships and it was the only one who's gone over there that still has some steam was Paige Van Zandt and she just got uh, she just got beat what maybe a month or two ago yeah but otherwise it's usually like Chris Lieben who is far beyond needing to retire you know, um, Anderson Silva I think they wouldn't even take Anderson Silva which is wild because like when you, when when the UFC first started getting like really popular again, like Chris Levin was like one of the first fighters that I knew about. You know what I yeah. mean? Like because he did the what was that, the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. And uh, it's crazy how long that's been. Like, yeah, I guess I watched that in the old house, and I've been in the house of it now for fifteen years. Yeah, so. that that was a uh, '05. Uh, Diego Sanchez who won the uh, the middleweight um, the middleweight tournament for. That season, he's about he's about to have his uh, final fight with the UFC. So it, that's just crazy to think that dude's been getting punched in the head for that long. And I think his final fight's gonna be against Cowboy. So I think both of them are just like, let's just do it, bow out, and get out of here. Because you know, it's two fighters that just need to, you know, probably just wrap it up. Which I enjoy them. You know, they're cool dudes. I enjoy seeing their fights, but you know. There's nothing more for them to do. You know, they're they're not going to go on a you know a win streak and get a title shot right now. Right. So, you know, just wrap it up, get out of here, see you guys. Um, but going into um the WrestleMania, you know, questions and discussion here. One of the things that I was thinking about the other night, and then even you know, ex previous guests, Matt. Uh, I asked him, and he's a little younger than me. I think we're closer in age. Mm, I don't know. I'm 43. Are you? Are you 40 yet? Almost. Okay. Well, I'm you're still older. You're, you're still older than him. Like I, I think he's like 36 or something. So, um, when you started watching wrestling, like WrestleMania specifically, like what was the first WrestleMania that you recall, like? Watching like main event or even just if you remember the what event. Was it three? Uh, Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior Intercontinental versus Heavyweight Championship. So it's that was six. We we established that um, when we we're like flipping through because three was Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan. Oh yeah, and, no, um, so, so I definitely watched that one. Yeah, I think that was the first one I was aware of. Because was it at the Silverdome? Yeah. And, and that's I think that's the only reason we were aware of it is because it was at the, the Pontiac Silverdome. Right. So it wasn't like, you know, we're like, oh, it's wrestling. No, it was like, oh, it's at Pontiac Silverdome. And it's Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. This right. was a big deal. But And uh, I remember three. So three was, what, 87? Mm. 87? Yeah. I thought it was 87? Yeah, three is in 87. Which feels weird because I thought... I thought that WrestleMania 1 was in 83. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania. I feel right. like. No, WrestleMania 1 was in 85. Yeah, so. Really? Yes, that's right. And, and what's funny is, is is I'm sure I watched WrestleMania 1 and WrestleMania 2. You I'm know, sure I did. I've but, ne- Even with WWE Network, I've never watched 1 or 2. <laughs> I always start at 3 and just work my way down. Like, so I think. So I guess six would be my first like vivid like memory of, of if I go back to what was the first wrestling match I've ever seen, I'll probably go like 
Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan. Although I know for a fact I was watching before that. Like yeah. I have pictures of myself when I was like three and four years old with a Superfly Jimmy Snuka hat on. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think that, like, now that I'm thinking about it, I think WrestleMania 3 was just such an event. Everyone knows about it, but no one was really watching wrestling until Ultimate Warrior Hogan. Yeah, and, like, I remember watching Andre and Hogan. I remember, you know, Hogan slamming Andre. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know. I get... And that, that was the thing. That was the big deal, though. It was, like, Andre versus Hulk Hogan. Hogan slammed him. That was just... That was it and i think just because i saw it recently wrestlemania 4 was the tournament for the title and then five was hawk and macho man then six was hawk and um warrior which i remember when oh yeah i remember hawk and macho man <laughs> yeah and actually no i was actually more tuned in at that point because i remember the mega powers Right. And then when that shit broke up, I was like, oh, no. Because as a kid, that yeah, shit was real. He had in his heart, brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I think when Ultimate Warrior beat Hulk Hogan, I cried. And I don't think I was a big Hulk Hogan fan, though. But I cried. I was like, no. Say it isn't so. Like, I, I remember being little and, like, seeing the Ultimate Warrior and all my friends really big Ultimate Warrior fans. Right, I, I just remember being little and seeing Ultimate Warrior, man. Man, he's trash. Because yeah, he kind of was. I mean, he was, and he, he was super trash. But, <laughs> but like for me to like notice that at like five or six years old that, that he's a horrible wrestler. Like, I, like I didn't it, that. I just didn't like him. I, it didn't click that he wasn't a good wrestler. It was just kind of like, oh, like this dude, he sucks. But, but that's also a lot of dudes back then, though. Like a lot of bigger dudes, the heavyweights, you know, the champs, were all big dudes that were just yeah. kind of clunky. I mean, I, like I've said before in previous shows, I've always been a Shawn Michaels fan. Like, the Rockers was like one of the first like tag teams that I latched onto, only because of Shawn Michaels. And when he kicked Marty Jannetty through the fucking barbershop window, dude, I couldn't have been happier. Not because I hated <laughs> Marty Jannetty, but I was just like, dude, I didn't see that fucking coming. I knew yeah, they man, had static, but... Dude, like, I was a twisted fucking kid. Like, yeah, like, remember, that. like, like, it's crazy to think about how long it took for me to realize that, like, Hulk Hogan was a trash wrestler. But, but like, I knew Ultimate Warrior was trash from day <laughs> one. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, like, he looks cool. And you know what's real crazy is, is he was he was tag team partners with Sting before he went to WWF. I do and, like, remember Sting him, has always been such a phenomenal wrestler. Like, you know, I think... If, if if you go to like my 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 highest level of fandom, you know, fucking Surfer Sting when I was a little kid, like that yeah. was my dude. That that was another top one for me was uh, Sting in WWF singles. I don't know if I had a single wrestler that I was like I'm a fan of, but once I figured out NWA. In WCW, and I was like, "Who's that dude with the fucking bleach blonde hair with the painted face?" I like that dude because well, what it was scorpions, because I like scorpions. So, and oddly enough, when I moved to Maryland and I started high school, our mascot was a scorpion. So it it, it all worked out. But um, yeah, with WW WWF, there are a lot of wrestlers that weren't very. They they just weren't very good. 
but I don't think it's. I think it was just it was a different thing then. I don't know if there's a lot of wrestlers that weren't very good as Fair. Like I, I, there's a lot of characters that weren't very good. Yeah. Well, yeah. But like I mean, like they had like big guys that could go. You know, it's just that the the guy that they put to the front was Hulk Hogan, and all of a sudden, you know, everybody's worse than Hulk Hogan. Right, mm. but I mean, if you think about it, like like big boss man could fucking wrestle. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, mm. he was a big dude. Like he had no business being able to wrestle, and he could go. We, well, yeah. You know, we put yeah. Uh, you know, they had Mister Perfect. They had Rick Rude. They had. I mean, if you go through that '80s roster, like Junkyard Dog, like they had like a like a crazy you know Rowdy Roddy Piper, you uh, know, Ricky Steamboat, Ricky Steamboat, yeah. Superfly Jimmy Snuka. So yeah, I, I think just like you said, with Hulk Hogan being that that front line. Right. That's my definition. I see Hulk Hogan's like, God, you guys fucking suck. This is this is the top of the hill. But then, yeah, when you start breaking it, I was like, all right, you got Ricky Steamboat. Which, if, if anyone singles, maybe that was probably my my favorite WWF singles wrestler was um, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Steamboat. And Jake the Snake, but because my family calls me Jake. So, right. it was like, well, I like that guy because we got the same name. He's got a snake. I don't like snakes, but hey. He doesn't cool. like snakes either. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> something I learned me. recently was yeah. that he was scared of snakes. That's fucking wild. Was, I, I would have never guessed that. Right, give me some pay money. Fuck it. Yeah, but, and money and crack. You know, <laughs> <laughs> money for <more> crack. <laughs> However it goes, it's like all right, you got snakes. Yeah, we got crack. All right, cool. Like, <laughs> then give me the bag of snakes. Yeah. But I guess yeah, when you when you frame it that way and you know put that kind of you know, front and center is like, well, yeah, you know, I guess they weren't trash. Yeah, yeah, there were some trash characters. Ted DiBiase was dope. Yeah, yeah, really thinking back on him, like he could move. Um, I mean, and then even going into the nineties, um, you had big dudes like Bam Bam Bigelow. All the nineties was the shit. Like, well, the nineties, I, I think, was that time where. When you say the nineties, you mean like. Pre-NWO 90s. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about like 1990, like 90, 90, 91. Like, like pre-Attitude Era 90s. Correct, like, correct. Like on the cusp of the Attitude Era. Yeah, because Attitude was like, what, 96? Yeah, something like that. Like, it was around the same, like, NWO time. Like, WCW's NWO, WWF went into the Attitude. You're talking like, like, super gimmick Duke the Dumpster Drozzy, <laughs> fucking Henry, Henry Godwin. Uh, um... Ooh, like everybody, a, everybody had a fucking job. You had a pimp and a, and a garbage man fighting the fucking <laughs> farmer, and you know, like the one. It, it took me a while to realize that um, when WWF had Repo Man, it took me a while. Someone pointed out it was like that Smash, oh yeah, um, Demolition. I was like, no, it's not. I like, no, look at the tattoo. They just had to lose two hundred pounds. Like I, I just, I never acknowledged tattoos on Demolition. I was just like, no, I'm looking I at think the Repo was one of the doinks. There are many, many doings. Yeah. Like, wasn't... The only wrestler Bobby knows, by the way. Doink the Clown. He knows Ric Flair. No, I'm <laughs> telling you. Like, the, the only the only wrestler he knows that, 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 that because he's a wrestler and not famous for anything else, like, Ric Flair is a household name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. Hulk Hogan's a household name. But but if you call him and you no. say, if you ask him anything about, like, Doink the Clown is the one wrestler he knows. That did come up. Recently, when I say recent, that's relative. You know, within the year, like something about that came up. Since we're allowed to raw dog air, and <laughs> are we are we allowed to? No, like, that's what I'm saying. Like that's the time span. You know, I mean, 
I still see people know when when this all started. I had um, gone to the drive-thru at McDonald's. I got my mask on and everything. And the girl in the drive-thru, no, no gloves, no mask. And I remember just thinking, like, yo, she is raw dogging the shit out of this air. And handed me my change. I looked at my money. Like, I, I had this weird feel to the money. I was like, I'm going to just put that in the change cup. Um, yeah, I thought you were going to give her money. Like, I'm not going to put that in my pocket. Um, but... No, he, he did mention something. I remember wrestling came up and he said, Doink the Clown. Yeah, that's his guy. And that, <laughs> I, I remember it very clearly just because I was like, that is an odd choice. But it's a memorable choice because it's a fucking clown. I mean... It's the, it's the only wrestler he's familiar with. I mean, that, that's fair. That's fair. Wasn't Dean Malenko Doink, like, either one of the Doinks or, like, the uh, Doink? I think... Uh, Maybe he came out dressed up like Doink to like get over on somebody one time. Maybe, and I'd have, I'd have to look that up. But now he wasn't one of the Doinks. He was. I I don't know. I'd always heard that. I, so I always just thought every time I saw Doink wrestling, I was like, okay, good technical guy. And, and you know, that's again, you know, when I talk about the '90s wrestling, we had wrestlers like um, Dean Malenko, you know, moving around and, and really technical. Um, you know, Arn Anderson was really technical. You know, you you had these guys, and you know at the WWF you didn't have at that moment, you know guys like that. WWF was more about bigger, flashier gimmicks, whereas WCW they had gimmicks, but the gimmicks were kind of like the sideshow to get you to the main events where you're going to see Sting versus Ric Flair or the Steiner Brothers um, versus the Road Warriors or right. something like that. So you know the gimmicks were just kind of keep you know. To keep the kids entertained for the most part, right? Um, but it, I don't know, it just it feels like you know, as, as I look back on that era now, I start wondering, it's like, well, what did I watch more from 90 through because there was a point where I, I didn't watch WWF, like, I remember watching One Two Three Kid debut and. I think I tuned out after that. And I think I came back and I was like, wait, that kid is still there? Because, again, at that age, I was like, oh, they pulled some kid from the crowd. This is, some, this is just, you know, some one-off thing. And I come back a couple years later. That fucking kid is still there? They gave him a job. So, um, but I think most most of my wrestling viewing was WCW. And because of the Steiners, because Michigan. And I was like, hey, I oh, like, they, they got Letterman jackets. I think like uh, like early early nineties. I think I watched mostly WCW. Um, I still watch WWF, but WCW is my shit. Like I liked. Uh, I remember being heartbroken. I was a big Dusty Rhodes fan. Like mm. like big like to this day. Like like when Dusty Rhodes died, it felt like I lost an uncle. Yeah, you know I mean like like I was legit upset. Like came home with fucking tears in my eyes, and Jen's like, "What's wrong with you?" And I was like, "Dusty died." And like she just like, looked at me like I was stupid. But uh, that doesn't feel like far off though, because I think like if you're like one of those like old school wrestling fans, especially with WCW, NWA stuff like that, Dusty Rhodes just had that personality that just made you feel like, and that that's yeah, that's an uncle. I remember like my grandmother was a fan of Dusty Rhodes. You know what I mean? Like like mm-hmm. and anybody from the South like loves wrestling. Yeah. Anybody that's that's like our grandparents' age. And that might be like nationwide period because you know, at one point you know, we had three channels on T V and one of them was wrestling every Saturday. So most yep. most people that like lived through the fifties and sixties were like big wrestling fans. Yeah. Um but no, I just I just remember being little and, and, and being a huge Dusty Rhodes fan and my and my grandmother liked Dusty Rhodes and my mom liked Dusty you know. 
And I remember uh, the four horsemen were, were recruiting Dustin, who I'm still a fan of. Like, I, I love yeah. Dustin the Rhodes, and I liked him as Gold Dust. And, you know, he, he can still out-wrestle most of these kids in AEW, which is crazy. Um, motherfuckers throwing Canadian destroyers in his 50s. <laughs> it's, it's nuts. Uh, but uh, I, I remember... Uh, they, the, the four horsemen were trying to recruit him and they like, gave him a Mustang or something and they broke his arm in the door. And, and I watched nothing but WCW from like the time that happened is like that was going on with like Dustin and, and the four horsemen and at the same time you had Sting and the Muda going on. Yeah, yeah. And Vader was there and you know like it was like that was the time and, and the Steiner brothers were there and I, I believe Legion of Doom was in the middle of a run there. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they... Were there and I know I think they went to WW, WWF later. Um, well, they they bounced back and forth like every other year. Um, like I remember when Vader popped up on the scene, and he like I think I felt like Sting was a champ because I know I got worried when I saw Vader because I remember in my head I was like, how the fuck is he gonna ever beat that guy? Like, right. because again, he moved really well for a big dude. And I was like, they just and when he would come out with that fucking big ass contraption over oh, him. That was so, a, that was, did he do that in WCW too? I, I remember him uh, doing it in WWF. He he did in WCW. I remember the the fucking like, the glowing Don Mastodon, yeah. whatever it is, the, the fucking big elephant hat. Yeah, the glowing eyes fucking like was right. tripping me out. And I was steam like, coming out of the nose. I was scared. Not not scared, but I was just like... You know, it wasn't WCW you did that. And I'll tell you why I know that. Because uh, there's a there's an infamous story about uh, Dusty Rhodes was booking. And I believe it was... like uh, I know Cody told the story, but I don't know if it's because he was the one that was supposed to hit the button to make the, mm. make the smoke come out or not. And somebody didn't hit it. And Vader was like big pissed. I mean, that's just a dude I wouldn't want to piss off. I mean, because like I said, as a little kid looking at that dude, it was just like terrifying to me. Like, it it was just because, you know, being a Sting fan with WCW is like, you know, again, how is he going to beat that dude? But again, my my little, however old mind, like, I knew that it wasn't real, but I, but there was always this, this feeling that like, it is. Like, it's got to be. But I think there was one match I was watching. Uh, Bobby Eaton um, got hit. And then he came back, you know, the next week. I was like, wait a minute. Why isn't he bruised? Like, right. you get punched in the face like that. You're supposed to bruise up. But there was still that feeling of like, nah, it's real. They're, they're hitting each other. And, you know, they are hitting each other. But it's not like... You know, like like a you know bare knuckle boxer or UFC fighter hitting each other, where it's like, okay, I'm pinpointing trying to hit you in the eyeball, specifically. It's like, okay, we're hitting you, but it's like a flush hit, where it's like, okay, it's not hurting you. But I remember just again when I would see certain wrestlers, I would get nervous about it, just thinking, damn, dude, they, because my concern was always how is Sting gonna beat this person, like when you know. Sting had to go against anyone. There was always the concern. Like, he's got to be able to get through this. I think I was in, like, sixth grade, and my dad told me that wrestling wasn't real. He was like, I don't, I don't know why you watch this. It's not real. It's stupid. So I quit watching wrestling for, like, two weeks. And uh, I was watching, like, The Terminator or something, and I lived with my mom and my stepdad. My stepdad came in, and he was like, uh, he, he turned the TV off. I was like, what are you doing? He said, ah, it's not real. 
you can quit watching wrestling, might as well quit watching this too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what, good point. And, and and then like that next weekend, I went to my dad's house and I turned off like Kung Fu Theater on. <laughs> That's not real, they're not hitting each other. It's bullshit, don't watch that. That's something I had to justify in my brain later, like 98, I think, when, you know, the argument would be like, well, it's not real. And it's like, well, it's entertainment. So, yeah, it's not real. But neither is, you know, Chuck Norris, right. you know, kicking the shots. Yeah, it, like, none of it's real. It's all entertainment. Yeah, my dad was, like, big into, like, Kung Fu Theater, like, all of the, like, the Shadowland movies. It's just, like... Well, that that's the even bigger argument there. Then it's like, okay, well, yeah, what I'm watching isn't real, but what you're watching is really, really not Dude, real. Kang bicycle kick. Yeah, <laughs> like that's just not even pretend realism. Like, right. it, at least in wrestling, it's like okay, like they're, you know they're throwing elbows, they're throwing kicks, like and, and it's realistic in in its action, and and I think that's the thing to eventually, you know. Once you grasp it, it's like, okay, it's not real, but it's still fun. Right. It, it's still entertaining. You know, you got the sort of, and then when people are like, well, it's just a male soap opera. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, but I'm interested. I got to know who's going to get custody of Dominic crew or uh, Dominic uh, fucking Mysterio. <laughs> Mysterio. It's like, like, I got to know, is fucking Eddie Guerrero going to walk off with this kid? <laughs> I mean, that WWF, like during that time, they were just throwing out storylines I think when I was um, I don't know if it was a Wrestlemania it was one of the pay-per-views and Tori Wilson was going against someone and she was dating the dad and it was just all this fucking chaos and I was like what What am I watching and you know what I'm gonna go find another fucking pay-per-view like I, like, I don't need this but, yeah. but you know but it, it's still all in good fun no I mean like I, I I don't know. I, I like the bad wrestling pay-per-views. Like I, I can't tell you in the past several years since WWE did the network. I can't tell you how many times I've watched the Halloween Havoc matches. Like multiple, multiple times. That like that hurts to hear and, that. And cause... the first one is the best one. The one where the where the electric chair doesn't work. Where <laughs> no, it, it's not that it doesn't work. The switch falls down like early in the match, and like, the chair is clearly <laughs> not like lighting up. And then uh, somebody goes over, puts it back up, and then finally they get the guy into the chair, and they and they flip the switch again, and now we're supposed to, you know, like he pulls it down and pulls it back up, and oh man, that's good shit, good well, shit. All those events back early. I mean, Halloween Havoc was one of the first like events. I remember we're um, I don't know why we were up in Detroit, like around that time. That's that. I'm really confused. I got now. I have questions to ask my family. Why wasn't I in school? But I remember. We were at my cousin's house, and again, I watched wrestling. One of my cousins watched wrestling, but no one else in the family, it, it wasn't really talked about. And I remember my cousin said, hey, across the street, so-and-so is going to have Halloween Havoc on. Let's go sleep over there. I, I mean, you know, looking back on it now, it's probably just bullshit because we did not get to watch Halloween Havoc. But I, I was in because we're going to get to watch Halloween Havoc. Right. That's why I went. We didn't get to watch it. It was all bullshit. I was pissed. I'm still mad at my cousin for that shit. And I don't remember who was on the card. But I just know that I was like, oh shit, wrestling. And then when I moved to Delaware, one of my classmates, we were talking about some shit. And it was like, oh no, it was uh, in class. Um, our teacher, we called him a spider fighter. I don't, it, it was not meant in a kind way. But something came up and was asking, what do we watch on TV? 
I was the only one who raised my hand, you know, and, you know, I was like, I watched Class of the Champions last night. And, you know, we go to recess and one of the kids comes over and he's like, wait, you watch Class of the Champions too? Like, like this is a secret thing. Like, we're not supposed to tell them right. that we watch wrestling. And I was like, yeah, yeah, watch Class of the Champions. Then we start talking. And then it, it felt like from that point, now everybody is watching wrestling. Everybody's talking about watching wrestling. It wasn't like a secret anymore. And I don't know. It, I, I mean, I guess, that, but that was kind of the thing with MMA, like in the late 90s. It was like, like you're watching human cockfighting? Like, don't don't tell yeah, anyone. Like, MMA's cool. Like, like even even at the top of, like, like coolness, like, like wrestling wasn't cool. You know what I mean? And, and like, like, the people I, I hung out with, because, like, you know, like, like, with the whole music thing and things yeah. like that. And, you know, it's... It's almost like taboo to, to watch wrestling, to read comic books, to, yeah. and then you know you have to point out to them like, well, you know, like, you know, Joe Button or or Action Bronson or this guy or that guy, they all have all these wrestling bars and comic book bars, and like they're all doing the same shit I'm doing, you know. And that was kind of that. Well, and that was that period for me though too. Well, with comic books, more so in the mid '90s was more of a problem. Wrestling. I think wrestling was fine in, in in my circles once I well I think I was in Delaware in ninety one and like I think I stopped watching wrestling right before the NWO um and Attitude Era hit. And then I came back in like right like as it was just happening. Um but for wrestling, it, it didn't seem, and maybe it was just because of the people I was around. Because it was around Mario, who would who would make it a point to be home on Monday night. No matter what we were doing, we had to right. be back home on Monday night to watch um, Raw or Nitro. Um, and then Thursday nights, we had to watch Thunder. And whichever night SmackDown was on, we had to watch SmackDown. Right. So, and it could just be that that small circle I was in, that was just the thing. So, it, it seemed like, oh, wrestling's big again. Everybody cares about wrestling. When really, it was probably just four of us that cared about wrestling. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's still the way it is. You yeah. know I mean? and, and now it's like, like for me anyway, it's, it's it's even harder because, you know, like, I watch I watch wrestling, but then, like, I don't just watch wrestling. Like, I watch AEW, I watch New yeah. Japan, you know, I watch whatever I can get my eyes on. And and people are like, oh, man, like, like you know, when... When all these guys started, when AEW became a company, and now it's cool to watch AEW, you know, like people would be like, "Well, well, who the fuck is this guy? Who is this guy?" Like, like I would get like, "Well, who's Joey Janela? Why should I care about him? You know, who's Orange Cassidy? Why should I care about him?" And and I gotta like explain these guys' gimmicks to these people. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, it's with um, but that's you know with the times of too now because it, it feels like nowadays it's more accepting to be into a pocket of something right whereas you know 10 15 years ago you know it was still it was still taboo to you know but like even with comic books you know comic books weren't even really still an okay thing until the movies were like until the mcu kind of took off and even still with that it's like eh, you know when, when you tell someone well this story comes from this comic you know you know, check this out, you know, to get a feel for that. And, you know, I don't want to do that. You know, so comics are still kind of in that pocket where people, oh, you read comics, you're weird. Right. Um, I mean, I was wearing Bullet Club t-shirts in 2014. And, I mean, that's not long after after they started. You know what I mean? 
that's um, something I was telling my buddy. I mean, you know, kind of with MMA, the Facebook, you know, history, you know, stories or whatever come up. Um, I don't know what the fuck they're called. The, the things that I Memories? That's what they are. <laughs> <laughs> memories. Uh, the, the, the Facebook memories come up. And, you know, it's something to come up that I'll say. And there's me saying, you know, I'm about to watch UFC, you know, 101 or 102, you know, and, you know, I'll, I'll put a rundown of the card and I'll pick my, you know, pick, you know, the winners and crickets you know you know then five years from then do it again there's one or two comments then i start seeing the peak of conor mcgregor <laughs> yeah well that that's where it like took off it was like ronda rousey conor mcgregor in that pocket brock lesnar yeah brock brock lesnar was, big one brock was, was yeah champion. that that became the the big push because they had a free fight on fox yeah. So yeah, that was uh Cain Velasquez and uh Junior Dos Santos for uh, the title, which was was fucking shitty is that was the only fight that they aired. But the co main event was um Benson Henderson, I believe, and Nate Diaz. Well didn't Brock lose on Fox? Mm mm. Why do you think Brock lost lost on free T V? No. I don't think I paid for it. I remember watching it. Um, they might have showed a replay of it like on Spike or something. Well, that too. I mean, I, I mean, I've never done that. I'm trying to think. I know. I might I, watch it at a bar. That's where we're going with. For all intents and purposes, <laughs> I watched it at a bar. Oh, yeah. It was, it was at a bar. It was, yeah, it was pretty. Um, I just remember thinking it was dirty and shit that, that you know, beat him with body shots. You know, oh, so that was uh, surgery. Uh, 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 Alistair Overing. When he, yeah. yeah, he hit him in the fucking liver. It was like. Oh, just all straight gut shots. Like, yeah, this like, dude had like 10 feet of intestines removed and then called <laughs> fucking Alistair knees to the belly for, for two minutes straight. Yeah, that's just. They actually just showed that clip somewhere recently. I saw it somewhere, and I, you know, looked and saw the hit, like the impact. And you saw Brock. It was kind of like a, a, a slow reaction. You see that he felt it, but his body didn't react for like another three seconds because you could see his face tense up. Then his body just crumbled. It was like, oh, I don't like that feeling. But you know what's wild about that whole thing is uh, I remember listening to this interview with the doctor that did his surgery, mm. and it said that you know he's probably been suffering with this since he was like a child. Yeah. Right. So it, all the way up until he had that surgery, at no point was Brock Lesnar ever a hundred percent. He's probably more like like sixty seventy percent of his full p- potential. Yeah. yeah that, right. And that's the fucking monster he became at seventy percent. Like he might have like really been like the first real life supervillain. Yeah, or superhero, or you know, whatever. I remember hearing something about that. Like he he had been dealing with this for a long time, and just thinking like you're going through what you're going through. You know, not at a hundred percent. Yeah. So, but that's the thing with a lot of fighters, though, and and that's a bigger issue because that's internal. Um, and you know, with myself having um, a colostomy, I know. Some, there, there are just some days you don't want to get out of bed when, when like, even earlier before you came over here, I was not feeling great. I was like, I had already texted, was like, hey, you still coming through? And then, like, when you texted, like, I'm on my way. I was like, all right, that's cool. Because I was, like, down here curled up taking a nap. I was like, I don't feel like well, you're going to hit me back and help me out today. I would have went back home. It, Oh, nah. I told you, man, I love being home. Yeah, I was like, nah, 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 he likes being home. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> get him out. <laughs> um, But. I got that. Uh, I got the Series X. Uh, well, wait, well, I mean, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but there's um they, they there's that, that actually i've been hearing a lot of good stuff about that well i just tagged you back because uh like like 10 years ago or my memories my facebook memories <laughs> i posted like man they need to bring back battletoads and double dragon like they like reboot those games and then it popped up strangely the other day it popped up my memories the same day i was playing uh battletoads and i'll be oh this came back and it's pretty good by the way they um one of the other podcasts that I somewhat work with sometimes. Um, they they're big into Battletoads, and I think they stream it sometimes on Twitch. Um, go to their patron and watch them play. I don't know. Um, that's their shout out. I didn't give their name. Um, but I forgot where I was going with any of this. Oh, Brock and um the diverticulitis. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, with with that shit, it, I know for me, it's hard, like, getting up just to go to work sometimes. So this fucking dude is training and right. fucking fighting other, like, monsters his size. Right. I mean, has, so. and, and Brock's, like, one of those people that, like, when people, you know, everybody always brings up the steroids and wrestling thing. Yeah. Brock's, like, one of my favorite people for him to bring it up so I can show him, like, pictures of him in his yeah. high school wrestling gear. And he's fucking huge because the dude's been, like, bench pressing cows his whole life. Well, and that's always that that fucking argument too. It's like, oh, well, you know, they're all roided up, they're juiced up, and da da da. It's like, I mean, again, use Brock as that example. Look at him. Like, there's like that that his senior portrait where you look at him. It's like, does that dude have a neck? Like, yeah. really? Then yeah. I think I posted a video of him, uh, one of his uh, high school wrestling matches. He's just flinging this dude around. Well, he's, he's crazy. And I will tell you this, like. Uh... It's all about diet and all that kind of shit because, like, if, if you gave my stats, like, I sound like a fuck professional wrestler, right? Like, I'm, I'm six foot four, 289 pounds. Like, that's fucking, that's professional wrestling. But, but look at me. I'm, I'm like skinny fat. <laughs> like, like, the um, dude was on the last episode, he, same, same thing, huge. Because I, I thought about that uh, when I opened the door. And I was like, oh, back to back guests. They're like over six feet tall. Fucking weird. I'm yeah. starting to get a complex here. I mean, like I'm, I'm normal people, big. You know, like like just well, normal, yeah. like don't lift weights, like you know, like it's fucking like, regular normal people lately. I'm, I'm a big, I'm a bigger dude, but I've, I've met my fair share of wrestlers, and these guys are fucking huge, and they're they're the same well, weight as me and height as me. Well, like I remember they just figured out how to get it out of their gut and into their chest. I don't fucking know. <laughs> that is, that's not steroids. That's called. Yeah, who knows what it's called? Diet and exercise. Yeah, I mean they're they're working hard, you know, and that's the thing too. Steroids, you know, aren't piling on muscles. I mean, you know, then that's always that weird thing that people have this idea like, oh, well, they're on steroids. That's going to make them big. That's going to make them strong. I mean, no, they're working out still. You don't just take steroids to get big. You take steroids and then you work out. You know, and you know you can still get big without the steroids. That's right. the thing. You know, supplements. You know, there's there's tons of things that you can be taking to you know increase your mass um i don't know just people don't want to provide the credit where it needs to be and that's the that's the problem you know you get a lot of people that are just like oh, well i can't do it so if i can't do it naturally that guy's not doing it either right. naturally 100 it's like uh, <laughs> i mean frame has a lot of shit to do with it too yeah that too that too um but with I mean, because even when I'm skinny, I'm wide. <laughs> it, it's weird. Like I, I looked at a picture of me 
what, two years ago after um, training, and it like I looked at my face and I was just like, "Damn, dude!" Like I was like not skinny, but smaller than I am now. I think right now I'm like two twelve, two eleven. I'm you know I'm over two hundred ten pounds. And I think in that picture I was probably getting ready to compete at one eighty five. Yeah. Um. So it's just like, where did all those extra pounds come from, dude? Like, chill out. One eighty five. I remember middle school. Like, <laughs> dude, I, it's funny as I've been this height since fifth grade, but I've Jesus weighed. Christ, you were a giant in fifth grade. They thought they they're like he's gonna be huge, you know. And, oh, Hakeem Olajuwon, look at this. <laughs> and then I just stopped growing. And I, I remember when I got here to Maryland, I was still amongst the taller kids, and. I was thinking, okay, we're gonna play football next year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have another growth spurt. I'm gonna be the greatest receiver they've ever seen play this game. And I oh, remember yeah. freshman year, JV ball, and I'm looking at other freshmen and sophomores towering over me, and I'm just thinking, like, well, fuck. I'll tell you, like, uh, when I was a freshman, I was five nine, two hundred pounds. When I was a sophomore, I was six four, two hundred pounds. Like in Jesus. one summer, I went from five nine to six four and didn't gain an ounce. And it took me like years, like like it took, it took me two pregnancies to get as big as I am now. <laughs> so I was one fifty from I want to say sixth grade through high school. I didn't I didn't go over one hundred fifty pounds until probably I want to say maybe twenty, yeah. twenty one, and. You know, it was it was just I couldn't pack on any kind of mass. Like I was I was cut. You know, you know there's muscle there, but it was just like my metabolism was just because it wasn't like I. You know, the 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 gag was always we go to Burger King um, out of Columbia. I would order a Whopper meal, a Big Fish, a Whopper Junior, and I don't know if I got a chicken. I might have gotten two Whopper Juniors. For here, it wasn't like to go. Oh, he's taking this to other people. Not nah, that's for here. I remember um, the cashier. I ordered that. And I was like, I was like, yeah, this is for here. And she was like, what? And she called her friend. I was like, he just ordered all this for here. He's gonna eat this here. So I went over, sat down. It was empty. You know, sat down. I ate all of it. I kept one of the uh, Whopper Juniors. It was like not that I couldn't finish it. It was just like, nah, I'll save this for later. You know, I might. Might might need a snack. Next, go hit McDonald's get a like five double cheeseburgers and a sweet tea. Yeah, I mean, well, and double cheeseburgers when when they're a dollar. Right, that's, that's that what I'm saying. Like, like five five dollar doubles. When they had the you know they would do the special every so often the twenty nine cent hamburger and thirty nine cent cheeseburgers. They used to be like the regular price when we were kids. So, I I remember at one point they did it for a longer time because it was supposed to be a special. For only like a week or two, but I think they did it for a summer at one point. And I found out there is a limit, or at least they told me there's a limit to how many burgers you can order at a time. Because we pulled up in drive-through, I was like, "Yeah, can I get twenty cheeseburgers?" And they're like, "You can only order ten at a time." And I had a friend with me. Pastor was like, "All right, go in and order ten cheeseburgers." He's like, "Can I get ten cheeseburgers?" And I was like, "Make sure you watch them make it, because I don't think they're gonna be fucking happy about this." Gave us all the cheeseburgers. This is when um, Mario, Charles, and us, we all lived in this townhouse um, in Columbia. Went home. I don't know how many cheeseburgers 
I ate on the way home, but it was a bunch. And I threw the rest of them in the freezer. I was like, well, I'm not just going to leave them sitting out. I'm going to get bad. I mean, you got to put them in the freezer. And I remember Mario was like, that's the fucking dumbest thing you could do. What, like, why would you do that? And his cousin Wally was like, no, it's smart because he's preserving them. Because he's not going to eat them all. Like, it was really, like, for all of us. I wasn't going to eat 20 cheeseburgers. I mean. I Look, I would have tried, for sure. But that was during that time where it was like, I'm eating all this food and just no weight is, you know, packing on. So, I don't know. I mean, eventually it stuck. I started eating pastries and I figured out the secret. It was like, eat pastries, uh, drink a bunch of sodas. And here I am now. 211 pounds. Now I need to get rid of some of it so I can fucking move around effectively again. But I think, you know, even with wrestling and looking at, you know, like you said, a lot of it's to do with frame and just, you know, diet and nutrition and just working out. You know, that that was one of those things thinking just like, maybe I want to be a wrestler. And then realizing I couldn't gain weight. I was like, ah, maybe I don't want to be a wrestler. And then realizing I wasn't going to grow anymore. Right. It was like, I'm definitely not going to try to become a wrestler. Like, And then eventually there's the point where you had your smaller guys like Eddie Guerrero, Perry Saturn, Chris Benoit. These guys started, like, flourishing. But, you know, they've been in it long enough where they've, you know, they've done their time. I was like, I don't want to do my time. I want to just go in and become a star. I want to be the one, two, three kid as well. Oh, the one, two, three kid did his time too. Yeah, but I didn't know that because <laughs> I was a kid. I thought they just pulled this dude out of the audience. It was like, I'll pull that kid out of the audience. It's the same with Earthquake. I'll tell you, uh, I remember Brennan when he was when he was younger, uh, when Santino debuted and won the Intercontinental Championship on his first night, <laughs> yeah. like in Italy, and they pulled him out of the audience, and you know, Imago fight anybody in the building, and and he jumped the guardrail. You know, what about you? And and he beat Imago. You know, and then went on to become a cross dresser. Um, <laughs> but I remember him thinking, like, like yeah, that's cool. Like you could just go get front row seats and become a wrestler. <laughs> But it makes sense because I mean I thought that too as a kid. Like I said, I saw one, two, three kid get pulled out of the crowd. He beat Razor Ramon. Well, no, he didn't get pulled out of the crowd. He he, he came it, down. He was just a jobber because he was in full was gear. It? Yeah, remember I thought, he had like the, the stupid lightning bolts on the side of his gear. Um, I thought like, I thought that he was in the crowd. I mean, either way, uh, like looking at that dude, I was like, he's not a wrestler. Look at this little guy. Yeah, you know, like I he wrestled. Uh, he wrestled Razor like three weeks in a row. And uh, by like he beat him twice, and then by like the third one, you know, it's uh, well, if you can beat me, you can have this hundred thousand dollars cash or whatever. You beat him again. Um, you know, like looking at like little guys like that, that did give me somewhat hope. But then later on, realizing like, oh no, these dudes put in time. Like they've been doing this not for like a couple years. They've been doing this for like a very long time. And I was like, I don't want to do this for a very long time. You know, we we did like backyard <laughs> wrestling. Right. Like dumb shit where we're jumping off of fences and hitting each other, not realizing, you know, when they have that thing, don't try this at home. I'm like, you know, we'll try it. We'll be fine. We oh, weren't yeah. we weren't ever fine. Oh yeah, we all had a wrestling better. Yeah. Like I, I was I was a champion in Delaware. <laughs> like yeah. I remember in the neighborhood, like nobody wanted to see me. And then the one kid who did, I was like, Okay, let's do it. You know, I was like, Okay, like we'll have the match, you're gonna win. I was like, I let him win. I was like, All right, I want my rematch. He's like, no, you're not getting a rematch. So I just fucking beat him up. I was like, all right, fine. I'm just going to hit you for real then. I remember I used to, uh, I used to throw everybody in a Texas Cloverleaf. Like, like yeah. everybody. Everybody I could get in that bitch, I would. I've seen Dean Malenko do it on WCW, and I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's a dope move. I'm, I'm, I'm going to steal that. 
I always went for a scorpion, uh, scorpion deathlock. I was like, I like it. I'm going for it. This yeah, is mine. Like, the scorpion deathlock doesn't hurt. The figure four doesn't hurt. Like, I mean, no. you, I, that's actually kind of comfortable to me. <laughs> you turn me to figure four all day. It, but, it's uh, a good stretch. But I remember, I remember, like the first time I threw somebody in a Texas clearly, like they were fucking squirming there. Like, this shit, like, really hurts. Like you can't do this anymore. And I was like, oh no, this is all I do now. There's um, our coach showed us. Did he show us the video? I know he explained someone did a Boston Crab in a tournament. And I actually just saw a video over the summer. Someone did an MMA fight. Like, yeah, I was you know, to a single leg. It was like, no, so they, they went to a single leg. Well, there's one for the single leg, but there's someone that went to a straight uh, Boston Crab, like both legs. And I was like, okay. I mean, did he it, that? It, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, if it works, you know, fucking you know, do it. Joe Rogan was somewhere losing his mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, fucking put that shit over. I think they, every so often when he has um, his friend, I think uh, one of his friends writes for the WWE or used to. Every time they're on, every so often they'll put up a video and he gets mad when he's looking at pro wrestling. It's like, but a lot of pro wrestlers do jujitsu now. And a lot of them implement jiu-jitsu into their finishers. I mean, Daniel Bryant uses the omoplata. Um, Samoa Joe uses a rear-necked choke. Um, the arm bars galore. Like, everybody's doing an arm bar of some sort. I'll tell you the one was that one that The Undertaker was doing for a while that helped yeah. Gates to... Uh... Uh, it's a gogo plata. Yeah. And I, I think he was one of the first ones that I saw doing, like... Where you get, get that, that shin right up into their throat and pull yeah. down on their head. I, I hate that. that. Mean. I, like, I've had a couple people try that. Like, the only reason I hate it is because I don't like feet. Right. So when the foot has to cross my face, I squirm out of there and I, I become a spazzy white belt. I'm just like, I got to get out of here. I don't, want, I don't want your foot in my face. Like, right. stop. Um, but yeah, Undertaker was one of the first dudes I saw um, when I recognized jiu-jitsu. It was like... Oh wait a minute! This guy's doing jujitsu. I think uh, I think for me it's CM Punk. Mm. That, uh, that anaconda vice—it's a you know like kind of like a, a rear naked choke, but okay. he extends the arm with it. Like I have to see it to. Uh, but I also have only seen a handful of CM Punk matches too, though. That's, that's horrible. Well, I mean that that was during a period where I kind of fell out of wrestling again. Which is why I go back to the WWE Network, scroll through. It's not rear naked choke. In my head, I was picturing it different. You had to edit that out. I'm like a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a scarf hold. Yeah. Like, which, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of stuff that... Which is funny, because you never got a, uh, you know, a submission on anybody in MMA. <laughs> 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 I I actually forgot that he fought. Not any opportunity. <laughs> like I forgot. Like and the fucked up thing is I all you know that used to just be a thing. Like well, like put me in there with CM Punk. Like he probably still he kicked the shit out of me. I think. Like that's the thing when people start like. I bet CM Punk is better than the average jujitsu guy. I I'm, I think I'm he can walk he into just about any Wednesday night class in America and beat everybody in there, including the instructor. I I. I wouldn't doubt that, because um, I think the thing is too when was it, there was a UFC card recently, um, and a multiple-time like world champ jiu-jitsu player got in there and got submitted um, by a guy who I think wasn't very highly ranked, maybe a white or a blue belt, you know, in terms of like actual training, I believe. Um, 
and everyone was shocked by it. But it's like it's a different game when you're in there with punches and kicks involved. Oh, yeah. Like your jujitsu means nothing. Uh, it it means very little. I want to say it means nothing. I mean, look at look at like UFC one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, well, one of my uh, teammates and I we were talking about that. Is Tank Abbott trained in anything? <laughs> Bar fights. <laughs> I'm saying he's just a bad motherfucker. So and that that was kind of a change in the guard thing because he fought Frank Mir, and Frank Mir uh, I think did a toe hold on him, and Tank Abbott was like, "What the fuck was that?" It's not all fair. Tank Abbott had to be at least seventy in the middle of that fight. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, well, I'm pretty sure he did just come straight from the bar. There, there's uh, stories of them just calling like, hey, we need a fighter tonight. I mean, Frank Mir's like 30 years younger than him. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, but still, like, you know, Tank Abbey, he's like, I'll fight anyone. I'm a brawler. And, you know, that's fine until you get in there with somebody that can weather that storm and figure you out. Uh, and I, I think that, you know, that's the thing with CM Punk. It's like, if you put him in there just grappling... You know, I think he'd be fine with, with with a lot of these guys. You put him in there now, let him get punched in the face. Nobody's fine with getting punched in the face. I'm saying if you put him in a, if he, he could walk into any MMA gym, not 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 like these super gyms where we where we're training yeah, fucking yeah. fighters, but like uh, you know. Well, yeah, like and, and and they could they could throw punches and shit like. So yeah, in in that regard, yes, yes. But he's he's no UFC guy. No. You no. Know, like uh. Not Bellator. What's what's a step below? So if if UFC is uh, the, the king, Bellator is uh, right behind them. Maybe maybe like K like like some some K four uh, CFFC. Yeah, that that, that uh, you know or fight LFA. for Las Vegas. One of those type things. Like like, like you know, I'm sure he can win. Um, um, and and that's the thing. But you put him in a game with a guy half his age that's done nothing but this his entire life. Of course, he's gonna get his ass kicked. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that kid. Was chopping at the bit. I mean, just look at to, how bad Tito Ortiz beat Shamrock. Yeah, who was legitimately the baddest. <laughs> no, and, and I use that, that 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 example for a very specific reason. Tito Ortiz, although he's my favorite UFC fighter of all time, is not a, a very good fighter. You know, uh, I, I think, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, in in the overall of it, yeah. And Ken Shamrock was at one point in time the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> Time Magazine said so. Yeah, no, no. There's I mean, dangerous man alive. That's what. Yeah, he was. Time Magazine said it. I'm pretty sure Sports Illustrated probably said it. WWE said it. Everyone was like, "No, this is the dude." I think he was trying to get some kind of a fight with Mike Tyson. Yeah, I think he would. I think he would have beat him. And and I, as long as it wasn't a boxing match. Well, yeah. Well, like that, Connor would have kicked the shit out of. Uh, um. Well, Floyd like, Mayweather when James a boxing match. when James Tony fought. Uh, Randy Couture, you know, that was kind of, you know, that, oh, it's boxing versus MMA. Let's see how this goes. I mean, like, from what the rumors are, James Tony didn't even train for the fight. <laughs> it was just a quick payday. He got, a, you know, low low single leg taken down and just ground and pounded out. But then, con- convert or contrastly, I think Ray Mercer uh, fought an MMA fighter and knocked him out, like, quick. I mean, it's just a matter of who can get to their thing first. Yeah, that's why. That's why I said, you know, I know for a fact if it was an MMA fight, yeah. you know, Connor would have won because Connor, Connor stood and banged with him yeah. every round, and I, I still think Connor won to this day. Like, you know, if I go back and watch the fight again, it, 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 Connor looked he looked better than people were thinking he was going to look for yeah. sure. Um, I mean, he boxed the greatest, you know, possibly, arguably the greatest boxer of all time. Yeah. 
and yeah. you know and held his own and win what what 10 yeah, eight, that, eight that, to ten. I'm sitting here trying to think if it was ten or twelve rounds. It had to be ten. It wasn't a championship. He, he didn't. He didn't go to a decision. But I well, I think no, it, I went to a decision. No, no, he got stopped. He got stopped. I think I stopped in maybe the eighth. Did it? He he went longer than people thought he would go. Why did I remember that going to decision? Um, but no, 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 no. Yeah, they it definitely got stopped. I just can't remember when. Um, he he landed a couple good shots in there too. Which, you know, again, you're going against Floyd, who's, you know, if, if not the greatest fighter, at least the greatest defensive fighter. So, you know, to get a shot in on him, you know, you know, says something in itself. But when you go back and look at, you know, the older UFCs or the older anything versus, you know, the current run of, you know, grapplers or fighters, it, it's a... It's not even a fair comparison, and you know the newer guys are definitely going to beat the older guys because of just knowing different things, newer things. Right. So that's why I never liked the conversations of, you know, John Jones versus um, Chuck Liddell. You know who will win that fight? Well, I mean, John Jones will win it. John Jones is just a different type of fighter. He has different tools. It's like, well, what about in their prime? Same thing. Yeah. It's just different tools, different knowledge. You know, Chuck Liddell, that's not to say, you know, he wasn't a great champion, a great fighter at his time, but, you know, errors have to stay separate. I mean, it, that's just the way it is. I tell my one teammate, we were talking about it, it was like, if he went back and fought, you know, a blue belt in jiu-jitsu from 15 years ago, it wouldn't be a fair comparison just right. because of what he knows now versus what they don't know then. So... I don't know. I, I think CM Punk, I, I think the thing that people just disliked was the fact that he got to walk in. And it's like, look, he's a celebrity name. He has a name. So, of course, do that because now you're going to get eyes. I mean, that's what happened with Brock. When Brock came over to the UFC, everyone flocked to it because they're like, let's see if this, this wrestler... And go out there and fight. And then when he won, when he fucking shattered um, Heath Heron's fucking orbital bone, I was like, okay, maybe he can hit. I mean, and even when he fought Frank Mir, for whatever reason, they stood him up. I don't know why, but he was beating the shit out of Frank Mir. Yeah, well, I mean, they didn't want the rest Actually, of no, I don't, did they stand I don't think they stood him. I know Frank Mir got him in a leg lock. I remember it was or a knee bar. Yeah, it, there was something weird, too. He got him in a knee bar. But there was something weird to it, why they got to that point. Um, and then, you know, after that, it was like, okay, well, fine, fuck it. I'm just going to just start beating the shit out of people quicker. Like, I'm not going to give him room to breathe. And then when he fought him in the, in the rematch, I mean, he made Frank Mayer's face look like hamburger meat. So, um, I would have loved to have seen the third one. Just, you know, just for the shit talking alone. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Frank Frank Mir's fighting. Uh, he, he's about to have a boxing match. Hey, maybe Brock's uh, maybe Brock's headed back to the UFC. <laughs> maybe he's gonna go try out for the NFL again. I, I mean, I remember when I heard about that, I was excited. I was like, "Good for that dude. He's big. Like, what's he gonna play? I, like, what, like, what's he gonna do? Like, nose guard. It's the only it's the only position I can see him in. It's like, like, just go do it. You're a big dude. Um, so. Like, he's just the kind of dude that's like, again, with his athleticism and size, you can do whatever you want, dude. Like, you're, like, you're a monster right now. 
Go out there and do what you want. I mean, you went out there and married Sable. I mean, he lives a pretty minimal life. I'm, I'm yeah. sure he's got enough money to last the rest of his life. I like those kind of fighters, though. He, like uh, I think he lives on a farm in the middle of nowhere. That's what uh, it should be. The, the, like, Paul Heyman was talking about in an interview one time. He said that when you go to Brock's house, you have to leave your cell phone in his mailbox, which is 10 miles down the road from his house. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, like he doesn't have cable. He doesn't have internet. He doesn't have a telephone. I think mm. he beats Sable. <laughs> I'm not shocked. No, I, don't, that, I, I, I don't know. He's a big dude. <laughs> I actually heard that 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 he, he he's a, that's like the exact opposite. You know, like, yeah. like I actually heard he's, he's like a pretty good guy. Um, as far as she's concerned, I'm, I'm trying to remember what the story was about how they hooked up. It doesn't um, matter. Like, there's always been, you know, that the, there have always been kind of talks about him just like being. Like he's a big dude, but he's actually you know pretty pretty okay. He, he he keeps himself. You know he's not like a guy that gets into shit. It's just like like you say, he lives in the middle of nowhere. I, and I think that's a big key to everything. When you live in the middle of nowhere, you don't to have time to fucking deal with people's shit. You you have cattle to fucking you know cattle, and you yeah, know he's got cows to carry across the field. Yeah, <laughs> he's like ah, why are you carrying that cow? I don't know. He looked tired. Yeah, over the fence. You know, like <laughs> that's how I know Chris Jericho's a gangster. You know, Chris Jericho like try to like fight him, like shoot backstage uh, at WrestleMania. The wasn't that WrestleMania when he busted Randy's head open? That, uh, that, remember that the like match lasted like twenty seconds. He fucking jumped on Randy, busted him open the hard way, elbows to the forehead. I don't. And then he came that. back through the curtain, and Chris Jericho called him all kinds of shit. Chris Jericho seems like yeah, the kind of dude that will just. Fight anyone though. Yeah, he, he's that's my guy. That's he, my favorite wrestler of all time. I would put him in my top five for sure. Yeah. He, he's. I remember hearing a story. I can't. He was on some podcast years ago, and he was telling a story about how you know he just stays in character. He was in the elevator, and this dad and this kid were there. The kid asked for an autograph, and he was like, "No," and the dad was pissed. I was like, "No," like he was like, "Look, if I gave that kid an autograph, then they're sitting front row." And I'm out there being a hill. And, you know, that guy's like, oh, no, Jericho's a pretty good guy. I gave my kid an autograph. You know, it takes away some of the mystique. I was like, no, yeah, I, I get you. I get you. I like it. Um, that was like old school wrestler shit. I mean, in, you know, he's one of those guys that, you know, is from that, you know, just that that old school mentality. I'll tell you the best heel in wrestling is right now is fucking uh, MJF from AEW. So you go go find it, videos of this dude doing like like live signings and shit. Like I I seen him doing this autograph signing and this kid comes up and you know, like it's at some indie show and you know, they pay twenty dollars to get the, the wrestler's yeah. signature or whatever. So uh the kid person the MJF personalizes it out to the kid, uh, your mom's a fat whore. Love MJF. <laughs> 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 The question is, did the kid like get excited, and keep it like, hey? And then mom's like, what like, the it, fuck is that, this? That dude is like that all the time. Like, like if, if there's one wrestler's Twitter that you need to follow, it's MJF. There's um a lady I used to work with at the school. Her, they're in Houston, and they saw Charles Barkley, and they're like, you know, the kid goes, you know, this Charles Barkley, you know, I, I want to get his autograph. So he goes to ask for an autograph, and he didn't have anything, you know. For him to sign, or he didn't have anything. And Charles Barkley's basically like, "But well, you asked for my autograph. You don't even have a pen or a paper for me to sign." 
get out of here. Right. And I kept walking. And I remember thinking back to it, I was like, man, that's kind of dickish, but nah, you're kind of right. <laughs> like, you, you fucking you know, expect me to just produce a pen out of thin air? Like, no, fuck out of here. I don't walk around with a fucking Sharpie just to sign autographs. I mean, maybe I'd be a terrible celebrity. I don't know. But yeah, I, I, I just like that ideal, you know, hearing it, that story about Jericho doing that. I was like, yeah, I mean, you know, keep it how it should be because when it's all said and done you know this is your character you know this is your product so you know protect it yeah we went to there was a wcw event it might have been it couldn't i don't i don't think it was a pay-per-view because that's usually maybe it was there was a wcw event um local and i remember it may have been. It may have been. I don't know. I remember we went to the hotel. Because they did a gang of a gang of pay per views. WCW did at, at, at the uh, Baltimore Arena. I know that I had gone to at least one down there um, with my one buddy. His aunt worked. Um, she had tickets, so she was a work ticket uh, counter. And uh, like we had tickets, they weren't great tickets, so we went and like switched them out, like scalped them with somebody or trading with someone else. And got us. I don't think the, ticket, the seats were any better, but if the seats that we got were better than what we had, I hate to know what we had because we right. weren't in great seats. But we um, we went to the bar, like the hotel bar, after where the wrestlers were staying, and got to hang out and drink with the wrestlers. Like Ric Flair accidentally bought me a beer. I don't think it was meant for me, but I took that fucking beer. Uh, I know Mario like bumped him like accidentally and he turned around like don't hey kid watch what you're doing it was like oh dude I just told you watch what you're doing that's fucking awesome like, shut the fuck up it's like oh, sorry but he bought me a beer ah um uh, like Arn Anderson was there uh, uh Scott Riggs um you know it, it, like looking back on it it felt like there were a lot of wrestlers in there but there weren't. <laughs> it, it's like, you know, Ric Flair was there. There's a crowd around him. Arn Anderson was in there. Scott Riggs. Um, th- those were the three names that stood out to me. Um, I feel like uh, Billy Kidman, maybe. But, you know, th- th- it felt like there were a lot more. But it's, it's a bar. So there's right. just people. And also, this was during that time where I was... I don't know if I was ever sober... Like, there was a window of time where I might have been sober for church, like, that one time I went. And every other time, if I'm not in church, I'm drunk. And this was one of those events where I was just like, oh, fuck it, I'm drunk. And then there were wrestlers. So it was probably, like, you know, honestly, probably weren't any wrestlers there. I was probably just that drunk, and I thought that there <laughs> were. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what hallucinogenics are, but whatever alcohol acid it's all the same to me but staring back to the uh, Wrestlemania um, like you watch um, what's going on now because I'm, I'm clueless as right. to even who's I mean it's a little early so I, I think the only yeah, well they have Fastlane coming up yeah yeah so um, the only two matches that are confirmed for Wrestlemania is uh, Bianca Belair which I'm stoked about uh, yeah, yeah and Sasha um, she's my pick, by the way, to win the Women's Royal Rumble. 
I was happy to see her win it. I didn't think that she was because she came in so early. Yeah, so but... uh, she was my pick before the Rumble happened. And then uh, Rhea Ripley came in, and I was like, oh, Rhea's my pick to win now because I'm, yeah. I'm a fucking, like, so I'm, I'm not a women's wrestling fan per se, but I'm a fucking Rhea Ripley mark. Like, I love Rhea Ripley. Um, so I was like, I was like, hey, as long as Bianca or Rhea win, I'm good. And then it came down to the, they were the last two, and I was like, well, shit, I'm good. Um, then they had the men's rumble, which I, like, I honestly, I've never watched. So the Royal Rumble is my favorite, my favorite event of the year. Right? It used to be Survivor Series, and then same. they took away all the Survivor Series matches. Yep, same right? here. Right? So so now, uh, and, and you know, it used to be Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, we're, we're right there with each other. But Royal Rumble's always been my favorite my favorite event, and I don't know if Brock ruined it for me last year, you know, when, mm, when yeah. for, you know, the first 14 guys that came out, it was just come in, throw you over. But I wasn't looking forward to the Men's Rumble this year. And it's the first time I ever watched one, and every guy that came down, I was like, eh, I don't really give a fuck if he wins. Yeah. And, that, it, and yeah, then still managed same. to get disappointed when Edge won. Like, I didn't care who won, and still was disappointed that Edge won. I think the only guy that I was kind of like, oh, it'd be cool if he won was Christian. Yeah. When I saw Christian come in, I, I was I was excited. I was like, okay, that's cool. I, actually, that was a, a neat moment, too, when they hugged. I was like, I don't know, I got, I got those goosebumps. I was like, dude. All right. Like that, that that feels good, but I honestly, as the match was going on and, and kind of getting down towards the end, yeah, I just yeah, everyone that came in, I was just like, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care, I'm not interested, I don't want to see any of these main events. And then when Edge won, now I start trying to think like, well, who's he who's gonna go against? I'm not really, I don't, I don't think well, I, I mean, want to see him. Yeah, no, it's gonna be Heaven Roman. What's like, that? It definitely was gonna be him and Drew. Well, so yeah, and that's why I was like, "Well, I don't want to see him and Drew. That's dumb." Like, and then you I know, I don't even want to see him and Bobby. To be honest with you, I don't want to. I don't want to see him and him and Roman. Like, so when he went over to NXT, it was like, okay, him and him, him and Finn Balor. I, mean, I don't want to see that either. I was like, that could be interesting, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, like him in any of these matches. Like, and I like Edge. I, I just, oh, Edge is probably like, like top ten all time for me. I, I, but yeah, I think he's gonna ruin it by coming back. No, yeah, I mean, with him coming back, that was just like wh- when he came back last year at Royal Rumble. I think I. Oh, I was I was excited when he came back. I think I had I remember Royal Rumble was on, and I, I was he like, came to my house for that, right? No, no, no. I was at your house for no. I missed all the big like and like when oh, AJ. Oh, you know what? That's uh during uh, the time like you just couldn't get out of the house on Sunday nights. Yeah, like well, I remember like when AJ Styles debuted. Yeah. For some reason I couldn't make it, and then when I saw that AJ Styles debuted, I was pissed that I didn't get to see it. Then um, the, when Edge. Came oh, that's back, the one Edge came. So when Edge came back, it was just one of those random nights where something clicked my head. I was like, oh, Royal Rumble's on. So I turn it, you know, I order WWE Network. I was like, let me go ahead and like order this shit real quick. Um, so I, I used to do that, but then I realized it's just easier. Like, look, I'm just gonna pay the ten bucks. So what I do is I'll order it, and then when I feel like I'm not watching it enough, I'll just cancel it. And then you know, I put on there, you know, why are you canceling? I'll be back. And you know, then like two weeks later, I'll give them, you know, another ten bucks. I'm like, all right, I'm back. You know, or wait another couple months or something. Right. But that night, I clicked on it. Yeah, and it was the trial. It was like, well, let me go ahead and like sign up for this trial with one of my 15 email addresses. And it was like right before Edge came out. 
I was like, okay, you know, there's some action going on. Da-da-da-da. And then I heard the music come on. I was like, wait a minute. Is that what I think it is? I think Sarah was down here with me watching it. And I got excited. Like, I jumped up. I was like, holy shit. Like, what? It, I had seen an article saying, you know, there was a rumor that he was prepping to come back. Yeah. But, well, you we know. We quit his podcast, I had a feeling. Mm, that, that, that'll do it. Like, a lot of times there are these articles you just see that are just, like I said, the, the article about Brock's merchandise being off the WWE shop. I was like, okay, you know, that that's legit, but, you know, and, and then they're speculating in an article. So when you see articles that say some shit, it's just like, eh, it's just some shit. Um, but then actually seeing him come back, I was like, okay, that's fucking awesome. Then this year, it was just like, eh. <laughs> like, like, I was really just looking for a, a surprise entrant that we weren't you know, expecting, as long as it wasn't a surprise entrant being Brock Lesnar, because that's not a surprise, it's like, okay, they worked out another deal, he's back to, to, you know, yeah, ruin wrestling for another, you know, year, Um, but with um, uh, the Women's Royal Rumble, that, there was a lot that I was looking at where I was like, this could go any way, Ripley, I'm excited for that, um, Bianca, I'm excited for that. Um, it, I, I get less excited when I see Charlotte Flair show up for the Royal Rumble because then it's just like, okay, like I don't feel like seeing them do what they've been doing with Brock Lesnar. Let's shoehorn well, Charlotte I mean, she Flair shows up into work. Well, true, <laughs> true, she does. But you know, but I mean, she's she's undoubtedly like I'm not a Charlotte Flair like fan or anything, but she's undoubtedly the best women's wrestler that they have. She is. But it, I, I think there's just this saturation thing of like, okay, we know you're the best that they have, we get it, but let's you know try to build these other you know characters up, right. let's build someone else up, because you have the talent there, work with that talent. So that's that's just everyone else. I was excited for, it. and I saw Charlotte Flair. I was just like, great, here we fucking go again. She's gonna fucking win back to back women's uh, Royal Rumbles. And, you know, then there's that shit again. Because, you know, when um, she went to NXT last year after winning and challenged Rhea Ripley, like, my thought was, oh, this could be big. Not because of her going over there and winning the title, but going over there and putting Rhea Ripley over. That that would be huge. And that didn't go the way I thought it would go. (laughs) So I was just like, all right. Did you come for WrestleMania yet? No, I. Oh, you know did. what? You didn't come to WrestleMania because it was in April, and that was like we were all still locked in our house. Yeah, it was. It was. The I didn't have anybody over for WrestleMania. So yeah, because that was the one. Uh, uh, was it like the two day event? Yeah. Like, yeah, I I did. Yeah, because I did watch it. It was it was just weird because like yeah. first off they didn't have an audience, and then it was just weird watching it just like. Cause Sarah's at work. I watched it by myself. And yeah, they had like, it in the PC. It was like extremely awkward watching I remember, it. Uh, Zed was like, what, are, are you going to set up the big screen? You know, we're gonna... I was like, no, no. It doesn't, doesn't really feel like a, like a, like a big screen, big screen type of, type of thing. No, I, I, I watched it down here. Um, I watched day the first night down here. Then the second night, I just watched upstairs on the, like the little TV. It, it just felt... Yeah, I think it's the first time I ever watched WrestleMania in my bed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think at this point... They're going to have fans this year. 
Oh, the, the, well, are they? They're uh, back in Tampa people. again, correct? Yeah, they got well, twenty thousand. It's Florida. They, like they, they're they're maniacs down there anyway. So I'm surprised they didn't have you know fans last year. Um, but I think going into you know whatever they have like with this year's WrestleMania, with Lashley being the champ now. Dude, I'm, um, I'm so I. If, they, if there's ever been a wrestler that, that I could give a fuck less about, it's Bobby Lashley, right? I mean, like, when you see him, you're like... And, and he stopped wearing a headband, which helps, right? Because, like, like, I always hated the headband. Like, I just thought he looked like, like a fucking penis. Yeah. And, and, and then when he talks, like, you know, he, he's not very menacing. Like, like I always, like, wanted him to cut a promo and be like, well, you know what, gee, golly, gosh, right? I mean, I'm just going to come over there and I'm going to kick your honey all over the arena. That's the kind of shit, like... He's the kind of guy that needs a, a mouthpiece. Right. <laughs> like, and, and then when MVP came back, yeah. which, which I, I fucking... I did backflips when MVP came out. And then I did backflips when he wrestled Rey Mysterio the next night on Raw. And then, like, like MVP's probably, like, on, on my top top 10, top 20 wrestlers of all time. Um, he's definitely one of my favorite, like, talkers. And and one of the one of the few things that I caught in TNA that I was like super interested in was when when they were doing the MVP Kenny King Bobby Lashley, like they had a faction there, and I was like, oh, you know, maybe maybe MVP will, will start start teaming with Bobby Lashley, you know, and talk for him and, and let Bobby Lashley stand in the background and roll his fucking belts and and, and look like the <laughs> like the big crazy lunatic monster that he really is. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, last, the last mouthpiece that he had was Donald Trump. So. <laughs> oh yeah, forgot about that. The uh, with uh, the hair versus yeah. hair, Trump versus Vince. That um, shit, I forgot about Henry that. Maga. Yeah, but I mean, Bobby Lashley, like, like he always seems like somebody I want to, I want to see do well. But until until we got that good hurt business, you know what I mean? That good, good. The hurt business is the shit. Um, yeah. Until we got that, like, like I, I would. I was super excited to see him win. I had mixed feelings with him winning because I like the Miz. Oh, I love the Miz. <laughs> and like Miz winning, I was like, "Yeah, that's good." And then Lashley, because like, I was okay with seeing Lashley win, but it was just like not like this. Yeah. <laughs> like, get, like let Miz reign for a little bit of time. Like, don't don't give him, a, you know, a one night deal. Yeah, I have a feeling that's going to be in like a big multi man. You know, yeah. Like, this could be. Uh, Drew and Lashley and Miz and Sheamus and you know like I have a feeling it's gonna end up being like a like a four way or five way or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's I kind of like a mess. I wouldn't be mad at it just because, like, it, it's weird looking at Raw because, like, I don't know, you know, Raw's the flagship, right. and it's just it, it. Yeah, it's a nightmare over there. It's a mess. You know, Roman's over at SmackDown and whatever's going on in SmackDown. At least it seems more organized. Yeah. But like Raw right now, he has a shit show over there. I don't even know who the champs are over there. Uh, um, Lashley. Lashley. And uh, what? Wait, what? What second? You know, what, what's the second? They have the over U.S. There? title over there, right? So yeah. uh, you know, Lashley just lost that to Riddle, who I can give a fuck okay. less about. Yeah. And I can tell you, while we're talking about MMA and wrestling, if if. If you line the entire WWE roster up in front of me, like the entire one, and you're like, you have to pick one of these dudes and you gotta fight him, like <laughs> shoot, fight him. The guy that I pick is probably the most likely to fucking murder me, and it's Matt Riddle. Yeah, well, yeah, he he's the most unassuming. I look yeah, like I, I look like, at I'll fight that pussy. 
and, and then me, immediately, and like every time I watch Matt Riddle fight, and I'm like, man, he, he's such a punk. Like, like the the clip plays in my head of him just shattering that dude's jaw on fucking t- on on uh, Ultimate uh, Fighter. Like, it's weird because like I, when I look at him, he doesn't look like a threat. He doesn't yeah. look like like he just looks like someone I would smack the shit out of him. Yeah, I wouldn't. You wouldn't at all. <laughs> I would try. He'd fuck me up, and then I'd have he, to second he, guess my life. He'd smack him and be like, why'd you do that, bro? Now I've got to crush <laughs> your whole face with go, one punch. Bro. I, and, like, I don't know. He, he annoys the shit out of me. Um, um, I, it's weird. When he came over, I was like, like mildly excited. I was like, okay, interesting. You know, new blood. And then once they, you know, the gimmick started, I was just like, or continued, I should say. I was just like, all right, and I'm out. Like, anytime I hear the music come on, it's like... This is the moment I can go ahead and go downstairs, I don't know, grab some chips, maybe get some apple juice, anything right. else. Like, hopefully it's done by the time I get back. Yeah, but so he's the U.S. champion, and then uh, the Hurt Business, uh, Cedric Alexander and, okay. and, and uh, Shelton are the tag team champions. Oh, that's weird. I'm like, things like, okay, and then what, oh, I guess that those are the belts. Yeah, that's all. Um, I don't know. The fucked up thing is I watch... I watch Raw, <laughs> and I still yeah. don't know who the champs are. I mean, I honestly thought about it for a second. I didn't just ramble off those answers. I literally yeah. had to put thought into it. I was like, all right, so so Bobby Lashley's the champion, but he was just the U.S. champion. He lost it, but who did he lose it to? He lost to Riddle. Yeah, so Riddle. Riddle's the... <laughs> yeah, because when you then, said that, I was like, wait, they have the U.S. championship? Oh, yeah, because Lashley had the U.S. title. Yeah, and, and then, then when I try to think of who the tag team champions are, I always got to like, work forward or work backwards from the new day. <laughs> well, I I did that. That was on my radar a little bit. Them being champs because MVP. I follow him on Instagram. Oh yeah, me too. And um, that's a solid follow. Yeah, yeah. He he he, he replies. He talks to you. Yeah. It's like because um when so I followed him and he followed me back and I was like holy shit. So I tagged him like you know in in a story. And I don't follow you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, this I'm like, fuck this fanboy. Um, but no, I, like I tagged him in a story, and you know he had you know replied, and we went back. When I say we went back and forth, it was like one word, like answer kind of conversation. I was like, ah, oh, no, nah, he's a nice guy though. Like he's a good guy. And then when he won gold at um, Masters Worlds for um, Jiu Jitsu, like I you know put that I tagged him, and he was like you know congrats and everything. I was like that's fucking awesome. And then when they put the picture up of um, the one in the tag titles of them having, and then Bobby Lashley having the U.S. and then him holding his uh, gold medal up and getting promoted to brown belt and everything, it's like, that's pretty fucking cool, you know. So, again, tagged him, you know, said congrats, said thanks, you know, you know good luck. I was like, dude, that's fucking cool. Like, yeah. he's got a great account to follow, and, you know, he he's, you know, he typically responds, so. And I'm still trying to find this rap out. <laughs> Like he'll post like Wait. little videos of him and Shelton listening to it in the car, and I'm like, man, I, I want to listen to this. I mean, one of these platforms has to have it. I would say right. somewhere. Um, if I guess with WrestleMania, if if you could pick a match out of the you know just potential current roster, like potentially for WrestleMania, what would you be excited to see um, going into it? So, I mean, typically the answer is always Bray. But but it's going to be him and Randy, which I don't, I don't know if I give a shit about it anymore. I've, yeah, I've seen it enough. I always want to see Bray, but I've seen that that battle more yeah. than enough. We don't need it again. 
I mean, I'm, I'm sure that by the time WrestleMania gets here, it'll be something super interesting. I, I think that, that Bray's got, like, some type of free creative, you know, like, he, he does pretty much what the fuck he wants to. Like, nobody mm-hmm. can tell me different. Like, I refuse to believe that Vince McMahon thought that the Firefly Funhouse was a good idea. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so, I, I guess, like, out of, like, realistic things that are going to happen, that's probably what I'm looking forward to. Um, is, is another cinematic match with Bray Wyatt. Like, I, I think yeah. I do that's one thing I do like about you know kind of the way things are now post-COVID wrestling <laughs> yeah. um, like like COVID worked out for me I don't go nowhere anyway so yeah. I mean I just got a better excuse yeah yeah. Like, if I didn't like you as much as I did you know you'd be like uh, yeah you wanna come do ah, sorry <laughs> nah, man COVID, COVID. <laughs> well no that's what I was doing like when things started opening up like hey you wanna go out like you wanna go out ah, COVID it's a fucking pandemic bro like <laughs> Like, and I mean the truth is is like I, I'll go hang out with anybody one on one but like if you're like hey man you want to come over there's like seven or eight yeah. people going to be here I'll probably be like eh you know probably not so I had but then again pre-pandemic you know I'd be like eh probably not <laughs> I just would have had to find a different reason like I had uh, ordered fights and you know only, I, I invited my one teammate and his girlfriend came over and you know for me I had to make that very clear though too it's like well first off I don't really fucking like crowds of people so I think a couple birthdays I've like I've ordered the UFC fights and I'll have like tons of people here and the thing is I want to watch the fights and I want you all to enjoy the fights with me and everybody wants to have conversations about some other bullshit and I'm like yo can y'all shut the fuck up so I can watch the fights yeah I mean so, it's the same way wrestling in my house so now it's it's gotten to a point where it's like I like we ordered the car um, last night and we're sitting here. Sarah went up to bed eventually, but we're sitting here. I told her, I was like, this is fucking weird, but it's nice. I'm watching fights. And I, I'm not interrupted. Like, because uh, I'm, I'm that weirdo that takes notes while watching fights. Like, right. I, I just jot down notes for funsies. I have a stack of notes behind me because, I don't know, I'm a lunatic. Um, but it was, just, it was pleasant. And now with COVID, it's like, ah. Like... The way ESPN Plus works, if I order a fight, it can be played on three uh, devices. So it's like, worst comes to worst, somebody's like, hey, you know, you guys want to get together and watch fights? How about this? I'm going to order a fight anyway. I just want you at my house. So I'll log you in, though. You can watch it on my my dime. Just, I don't want to be near you. Um, And then I have people that, you know, they're like, hey, I don't have ESPN Plus. Can I use your... ESPN Plus to watch the fight, and you know I'll, I'll pay it. And I was like, that's fine because when they order it, now I can watch it. Like, <laughs> so I, I, and there are a lot of times when there's a fight car coming up, I'm trying to find people like, hey, you want to use my ESPN Plus to watch the fight? <laughs> like, please. Like, nah, I'm good. Okay. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Fuck. Just trying to watch for free. Um, but like with the pandemic and how everything is kind of the way they have to do the audience now. I do like that they can do more cinematic stuff right. with the matches. Uh, it's, at first, I didn't. I was like, it, it just felt clunky. But now, I think they found their footing, and it, it's smooth. It transitions well. It's like okay, like they did something a few weeks back um, on on um, Raw with Alexa Bliss, and I think what it was like the match was going on, and then they cut. And then they came back and she was sitting on the turnbuckle or some, some something right, weird. Right, right. And I was like, 
cut off the lights, cut them back on, she's in different clothes. Yeah, yeah, shit like yeah. that. I was like, I like that. Because you can do that now. You right. don't have a live audience. So yeah, I like it too. You, you can show me anything, and it, I don't know, it's fun. Set, set the fiend on fire. So, yeah, when, when that happened, it's funny because I, I didn't see that card, and I thought that I did. I think I just saw the clip so many times oh, yeah, that yeah. I felt like I saw the match. So when I went back and watched the match, I was like, I don't remember any of this. And I was like, because you didn't fucking watch this. Um, but hopefully, I, I'm, I'm excited to see the Fiend come back just because... Like I said, I only watch SmackDown for him. Once he moved to Raw, I was like, I'm out. I don't have nothing to watch over here. Yeah, I, I mean, Roman, I, I love heel Roman. Like, you know, I've been saying that shit for yeah. years. Like, like, man, it's the best bad guy in the company, and y'all won't even have it happen. Yeah. So, and, I mean, I, I think anything that Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman touches is gold. Um, yeah. I think Big E solo is, is kind of cool. Yeah. I love that Wale did his new entrance music. Mm. I hate that he has new entrance music because it just proves that he's no longer part of the New Day. Yeah. Even though, you know, he still wears the New Day gear. Like, you know, they still match their gear together and all that shit. When they said he was getting new music, that was well, like... He, he didn't even say it. He just dropped. Like, he no. Just came out so there music. was an article somewhere online, you know, oh, the interwebs. <laughs> They're like, uh, Big E's getting new music. They like, There was no hints to it. It was just like, Big E's getting new music. Uh, or no, the article said, um, a superstar's getting new music. So... One one of the few times I ever read an article, I actually read it and it was like, Biggie's getting new music. And it was like, well, I guess that means New Day's not ever coming back, or not anytime soon at least. Right. Um, which I do like him solo. I, I like, I, I think the push that they're giving him is is fun. And, and I think it's, so if you're not watching SmackDown, you probably haven't seen it, but uh, like one of the hilarious things is, like, so he's the Intercontinental Champion, right? You know that? Yes. So, uh, when he comes down and watches, you know, they, they come down and set a commentary and they talk about the two guys in a ring because this is going to be one of these two guys your next challenger. Yeah. He comes down and, and he was sitting on a couch in a cardigan eating a hungry man meal. <laughs> like he was at his house. That shit was just hilarious to me. Um, yeah, so, you know, I like, I like Big E. I like Sami Zayn. I like what they're doing him. You know, like the, 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 they're doing a documentary. Okay, I did see that at, um, was it, what was it? Elimination Chamber? Yeah. Was the last, last one I saw? Yes, I did see something to that effect. So. Yeah, man. And, and like, dude, I mean, they got guys over there that, that I actually like to watch wrestle. There's a lot of people in Raw that I don't like to watch wrestle. I so, give a fuck less. And that's the thing. Like, yeah, the, like, the, it, it's sloppy over there, but I tune in every week. Yeah. And the thing is, SmackDown is more organized. They got better wrestlers, and it's like, I just don't tune. I, I think what it is is Friday throws me off. And it's not like I do shit yeah, on Friday. That, that's, my, that's my thing, too. Yeah, it, Friday's for Xbox, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, fr- yeah, Friday's just that night where it's like, and even though I work Saturday, but still, it's like Friday's like that night where it's like, look, I'm I'm going to watch, you know, fucking WandaVision or something or Mandalorian. You know, I'm doing one of those things, you know, or, you know, I'm going to play uh, fucking Madden, you know, but I'm not watching wrestling. Like, I tried watching a couple times live, and it just didn't feel right, so. Yeah, I, I don't watch it live, ever. Like, and when I do, it feels weird. A couple weeks ago, I watched it live, and it just felt weird. I do watch Raw once in a while live if I get Sophie down in time, because I, I, I try to catch it at the beginning. If I can't catch that at the beginning, then it's like, I'll wait till tomorrow. I got you. Um, I DVR it and watch it at 9 o'clock. So I can fast forward through all the commercials. <laughs> See, I don't... Yeah, like, how do I... And through the matches, I don't feel like watching. Like, typically um, by the time I get to the, uh, the last hour of Raw, I'm back on the live TV. 
Um, I have, I don't, well, I don't have uh, any sort of cable connection. I use my friends. Years ago, when I stopped using cable, I figured out to watch ESPN, I need to log in to someone's cable somehow. So that's my friend. I was like, hey, like, can I use your cable uh, password? Which she didn't even know she had that. I don't know what the fuck that is. I was like, here, I'll, like, let me see. All right, cool. So she has since divorced her her spouse and I remember sitting with both of them and they're both saying that neither one of them wanted cable and I remember sitting there in the room like like oh shit this is the end I had a good run it's been actually right now we're in 2021 I think I've been siphoning their cable for at least seven years <laughs> and I mean I don't know it works <laughs> like I'm just waiting for the day and sometimes um the fire stick will log me out on purpose, you know, on purpose, but it'll log me out, and I get worried. I'm like, shit, did they catch on and stop paying? I don't know who pays it, but they make enough money where I think it's that money where they, they just pay bills and they don't know that they're paying bills, oh, yeah. and I'm down. I love it, because I know when I got bills, because I'm like, whoa, 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 I'm missing 85 cents. Like, they got money where they're like, eh, we're paying for a bunch of cable and I remember being at their house when they're still together and the kid is there he's watching YouTube I think the mom was watching something on um, Fire Stick or the Roku and then you know me and my friend were just sitting there talking it's like y'all don't watch TV y'all don't use cable but I do so keep that shit up um, I mean the only thing we watch well, the only thing I watch on cable is wrestling that's it Outside of wrestling, and and honestly, if if uh, if AEW came started like airing on like Roku or something like that, then uh, if uh, I were able to get AEW through one of these streaming things, I'd be more in tune because I, I, I can I can pull up the TNT app using my friend's cable, and but it's I don't watch it down here I, like because I've tried watching it upstairs and our right. internet is trash going to the. Uh, upstairs TV to the bedroom so it lags a lot so I'm just like I'm not uh, I'm not gonna waste a lot of time trying to get into this but I think that's a good run here um, I part of why I didn't go over most of the questions on my paper here is I can't read them because I realized <laughs> my handwriting is dog shit so I gotta rewrite this shit before I do the next one I think next week maybe I don't know two weeks I don't know I I, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm so proud of myself. I got, like, fucking schedule here, like, reminders coming up and shit. So, I'm, like, excited for being, like, an adult, partly. So, um, you know, computers aren't just for porn anymore. They're for, like, calendars and schedules and podcasts. So, oh, yeah. you know. I mean, I've seen all the porn. Yeah, I mean, it gets to a point where it's, like, how much, like, is there? It's, like, well, there's still more. Well, I don't know, dude, because I've watched a lot. We were uh, at the barbershop yesterday. We had a big conversation about porn. And uh, I was like, you know, it's funny, man. Like, I've been sleeping with the same woman for the past 20-some years. I said, but, uh, you know, I get upset if I get to jerk my dick to the same broad twice. That's a fact. <laughs> that is a fucking fact. Like, no, there, there's just some clips where it's like, you know, it's like there are repeat clips. And it's like, already, it's like I've already seen the ending. I know how this is going to go. Like, oh. I, I know your mannerisms. We all know the ending now. 
true. Well, no, no, no. I mean, sometimes you might get surprised. Maybe there's never a plot twist, and it's somebody else not knowing her face. <laughs> I don't know that. It may, it may happen one day. That's why I tune in because I'm like, sitting there like, I don't know. Like maybe the nut comes out a different color. I don't know. I need to know these things, so that's why I tune in. It's like, well, what's gonna happen this week? It's, it's like watching a soap opera. Now we're just talking just, shit to cut out later. <laughs> like. You know, it, it, I don't know. Sometimes you just, you, inquiring minds need to know what's going to happen next. You know, and honestly, I'm there for every step of it. But yeah, there, there. I think there is a point where it's like, okay, I think I've seen it all. Fast forward too much. You got to go back and figure out how he got hurt to eat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, that might be true. But um, otherwise, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up here. So I'm. Um, Thanks for coming on and having some wrestling discussion. And really, for me, this was just an excuse to like try to catch up on what's going on in wrestling without having to actually watch it. So, so I figured I figured out the hack. I, so thank I, you. Yeah, I've binge watched forty hours of wrestling before I came over, just in case I didn't want to look stupid. Well, trust me, I, I feel like all of these wrestling episodes, I'm definitely looking stupid because I'm just like, hey, so I got a lot of questions. Do you got answers? And if you got answers, good. Um, just like when I was talking about WrestleMania the other night. And I was, all the WrestleManias were wrong. I was like, oh, yeah. like I, I didn't have any of the I right mean, answers. At so. some point, all that shit just melds together anyway. Well, yeah. And that's what it was. I was just like, oh, WrestleMania 4 was Macho Man and Hogan. WrestleMania 5 was Warrior and Hogan. But what it was is that I forgot about the tournament. Right. Well, and, and I think that, I think that like most people our age, WrestleMania 1 is, is Hogan and Andre. Right. Yeah. Just because that's the, the first WrestleMania most people our age remember. I, I couldn't tell you. Like I said, I've never watched one or two. I don't know. Uh, I think was one uh, was one Hogan and uh, Mr. T, or was that two? One of them had Mr. T on it. I don't remember. Yeah, one was Hogan and Mr. T tag teaming against uh, Orndorff and uh, Piper. I do remember seeing the poster, or like, like yeah, it was like, we, let me, we have a device that can tell us that. Um, I remember seeing the promo for it. I feel like that might have been. I want to say that's. I don't know now. It's like one or two, but that's the debate anyway. I want to say it was two, but then to me it's like then what was one? So WrestleMania, no WrestleMania one was Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, results. Then WrestleMania one was Hulk Hogan and Mr. T with Jimmy Snuka defeated. Orndorff and Piper with Bob Orton. Okay. That was the... So, WrestleMania 1 was the big rock and wrestling. That was, like, when Cindy Lauper was there. Yeah, yeah. Andre the Giant defeated Big John Studd. Okay. The Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov with my man Classy, Freddie Blassie. Defeated uh, Bray Wyatt's dad and uncle. <laughs> I always forget... Like, I forget that that's a family. Like... Um, was it Bo Dallas? Oh yeah, Bo Lee. Like, Bo Dallas? At? Yeah, no, that's that's what I mean. They've got talent there. Why are we not working with these guys? Well, I mean, shit. Up until last night, uh, Buddy Murphy was off TV for weeks. Yeah, you know they started running this angle where he's banging Rey Mysterio's daughter. I I saw that and I think and then uh, I just checked out. You know, they do this superstar shakeup where they're like, oh, well, we're gonna move wrestlers around so we can get away from these storylines, and they move everybody. And that tired ass storyline, Buddy Murphy, Dominic Mysterio, Rey Mysterio, Seth Rollins, they move them all together to, to SmackDown. It doesn't seem to help. Um, 
But either way, um, you know, thanks for coming on, breaking down everything, and then let me know what I'm missing out on. Um, I'm probably not going to watch tomorrow, but I'll probably watch Tuesday. Um, but either way, I'm going to come over later on and watch AEW. <laughs> so, um, and for everybody's listening, um, thank you. As always, for listening, thank you for the downloads. Um, if you have any questions, concerns, always feel free to reach out to me, Off the Mats Podcast, on Instagram. Sorry about the pause. I had to think. I couldn't remember. Um, Off the Mats Podcast on Instagram or BJJ.Wiki on Instagram as well. Um, make sure you check out Student BJJ, my buddy Zach. Uh, check out the website. Check out the Instagram account. Lots of great technique videos and memes. And um, you know, otherwise... That's really it. Y'all keep listening. I'll keep making these. And when y'all stop listening, I'll stop making them. Bye, y'all. They promised. Now let me see his song.